is Jared of the GM on ESPN 1025, the game GM. How are you today? Outstanding. Good, good, good. Do we have, has white smoke emerged from St. Thomas Sports Park letting us know that they have picked a quarterback for this weekend? Oh, I, I have not looked for the smoke, so I'm not sure. <laughs> well, you don't have to look for the smoke, because you got the inside sources. Have the inside sources told you anything I have, no, I don't know about either. who's going to start at quarterback on Sunday for the Tennessee Titans? No clue. Cool. Okay. Wait, waiting like everybody else. So then with that, I think this is a question we, we kind of we touched on everything yesterday. I mean, everything was laid out there yesterday. We took every call, so on and so forth. The one thing we didn't really address yesterday is who actually should be the starting quarterback this Sunday for the Titans. Because I think there are two separate ways to look at this. There is, okay, who gives them the best chance to beat the Chargers on Sunday? Mariota or Tannehill? But then I think there's a much bigger picture that's in play with who starts at quarterback on Sunday against the Chargers, if it's Mariota or if it's Tannehill. So, I have two questions I want to start off. One, who should start on Sunday? Who should be the starting quarterback? And two, does Marcus deserve one more opportunity? The First of all, uh, did you see the Monday night game last night? I did. Did you watch those quarterbacks? Yes, I did. Does that I make mean, you Stafford, realize, does that make first, you realize I, how much trouble we're I, actually in? I'm watching in? the first drive, <laughs> and Stafford Mighty. is just... Oh, and Rodgers, bam, 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 and then Stafford down the field. Like, even Stafford's misses. Like, if you were to say who's a better thrower of the football, and Aaron Rodgers may be one of the greatest throwers of the football of all time, Stafford's right there with him. Oh, Stafford's really good. And I'm watching them fling the football, and I'm like, I ain't got anybody like that on the Titans. I haven't had any one of the Titans like that maybe ever. And, and you look at that, and it makes you, you know, you're thinking to yourself, you know what? They're playing the same sport we are at the same level that we are, against the same opponents that we are. What kind of a chance do we really have? You know, it's, it's, it's a stretch. Now, I will say this. Mariota has played both of those guys one time in his career. You know who's beaten both of those guys the only time he's played them? Yeah. Mariota. Okay. And that was with Parrish Cox and Jason McCourty. So you can laugh all you want at Marcus, I, I, but Marcus has beaten those guys. If a game-winning touchdown if on fourth down to Andre trying, freaking Papa if Johnson. If you are trying to compare Marcus or Tannehill, either one, to either one of these guys, you're delusional. I'm just saying that Marcus did beat both guys when he played them, including a fourth down touchdown to Andre Johnson for his sole contribution as a member of the Titans. I don't care. Just saying that he did beat them, which goes back to my question. Does Marcus deserve another chance? Or or do they go to Tannehill? Who should start it's, it's Sunday? It's like I said before. If they've got their mind made up that he is not the guy, then Tannehill ought to take over. If they don't have their mind made up, then I think I think Marcus deserves another shot. Marcus needs to to get in there and prove he can't play, because you've got a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of effort invested, and um, and you know that would be the absolute best thing for the franchise. Uh, but can it happen? Uh, I don't know. That's another question. 
So, you know, in my opinion, I think, you know, if you if you're still up in the air, you're not quite sure or not even still up in the air. If you're just not convinced he can't do it, you know, if you can't go to a meeting, and say hey, he's not the guy. OK, then, uh, you know, you give him another chance. And I think the, the way that he got replaced last week helps you do that simply because. I mean, I don't care who the coach was. You you had to pull that quarterback. I mean, I don't care who the quarterback was. Any quarterback play that poorly. I mean, you you have to do something. I mean, even if Blaine Gabbert was the backup of this team, Blaine Gabbert probably goes into the football. Anybody, game. It, it wouldn't make any difference. You know, you had to you had to pull him uh, unless he was maybe a rookie playing his second game or something. You know, then you're going to let him fight through it. But uh, but any veteran quarterback, you just. I mean, it just went from bad to worse. So I, I think given that you're saying, hey, that may be the worst game he's ever played as a Titan, and what are the chances of him continuing to play like that? I don't think that that's going to happen. So he deserves another chance to see if, in fact, he's the guy. And it's not like we don't know. We're acting like we don't know what Tannehill is. I don't think these fans it's, know what Tannehill is because they didn't watch Miami on a week-in, week-out basis. And they don't. And because they didn't, you know, they're forgetting that he's. we've got eight years' worth of video of Ryan Tannehill. We know exactly what Ryan Tannehill is. And it's not like if we think Tannehill's going to go in there if he's the guy – and that he's going to light it up and all of a sudden, you know, we're going to win nine in a row. Let me tell you, folks, that ain't going to happen now. <laughs> even with this defense. will not happen. Even with this defense, you don't matter. think it is capable. No. Again, did you see the two quarterbacks last night? <laughs> did you? I mean, we don't have anybody that's on they that They don't level. have your defense, though. I don't care. Green Bay's defense is pretty good now. But it ain't your defense. Well, it's as good as ours. Your defense is the number two defense I in the NFL. I don't care, and I like our defense. I mean, I really like our defense. And that's with no offensive help. But these guys, the difference, this defense, big plays, big plays, big plays, sacks, sacks, And they sacks. locked Detroit down in the red zone last and night. And they, they killed them. I mean, if Detroit so, scores touchdowns last night, Detroit wins that game yeah. going away. So, I mean, I, I think... Uh, I mean, I just, I just don't think it's going to make a world of difference in the final analysis. You know, can can one guy win a game more than the other one? Maybe two games. Yeah, you know that could happen. Um, but it's not going to be. I don't think anything would be earth shattering one way or the other. So the way I look at it is this: Ryan Tannehill gives you the best chance to beat the Chargers on Sunday, only because. He has more confidence than Marcus. Marcus but that doesn't, has you have to keep no this in mind right too. You have to keep this in mind. Have you heard the other players talking? Yeah, I was there. Okay, you've heard, for example, Bayard. I I was standing the right there. Quarterback is my guy. I've got his or eight is my guy. I got his back. But we also believe but in seventeen. Yeah. So I mean, those guy. That locker room is Mariota's locker room. Not taking anything away from Tannehill, but Tannehill's only been here for. You know what? Two months or something. However long it's been, Marcus has been here for four, four plus years. So I'll bet if you could take some kind of a secret ballot in that locker room, they would vote Marcus. Overwhelmingly vote Marcus. And I and I vote Marcus too. I vote play Marcus on Sunday. I think Tannehill gives you the better chance to win Sunday's one game. That right now Marcus's confidence is so shot that Tannehill gives you a better chance to win this one game. 
But the truth of the matter is, Ryan Tannehill is not your franchise quarterback. He is never going to be your franchise quarterback. You have never considered Ryan Tannehill to be your franchise quarterback. And Marcus, at one point, you thought was your franchise quarterback. You said you were going to give him the year, or at least to prove that he is 100% not your quarterback. And because of that, I think Marcus deserves another shot. I think Marcus deserves, in my opinion... Marcus deserves to go for as long as he can go until you literally look at it and you say that this team has no shot of making the playoffs with him as quarterback. Now, that's pretty doggone close right now. But until you can definitively say that this team, if he's the quarterback, has no shot to make the playoffs, then he plays. Because the result of what happens if he doesn't work out doesn't really matter if it is Tannehill or if it is Blaine Gabbert or if it is Ryan Fitzpatrick or if it is Matt Hasselbeck or if it is some run-of-the-mill backup guy that would come in there to play your last nine games. It do, to me, it could be any of those guys. It doesn't matter. You win five games, four games, whatever. You're picking seventh in the draft, and now move it on is to find your quarterback. Like, that's, that's the reality of it. Now, if Marcus turns it around... And all of a sudden, the Titans, with this great defense, start ripping off some wins, and Tennessee finishes 10-6 and six or finds their way into the playoffs or competing for the playoffs, then at least Marcus has given you something to show, hey, maybe I deserve to stick around here. And so until, he's, until you can absolutely definitively say he's done and he's never going to be that way, then I would say he goes on Sunday. And so to me, if you're trying just to win the Charger game, you go Tannehill. If you're thinking big picture, you go Mariota. And because big picture is infinitely more important than the Charger game, I say you go Mariota. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, – I would agree. Now, if they go Tannehill, are you going to do a 180 and say it's the right move to go to Tannehill? No. I mean, it's if they go to Tannehill, in my mind, like I said before, I mean, they've made up their mind. That tells me what's going on. All right, we're off, going to be our guy. We're off and running. Your phones, 615-737-1025. Who should start on Sunday for the Titans? And does Mariota deserve one more chance? 615-737-1025. Coming up next, we'll define what one more chance means for Marcus. And what are the fair expectations to put on him if he does go again? And two... What is the message from John Robinson and Mike Vrabel if Ryan Tannehill starts on Sunday? 615-737-1025. Jared, the GM, we are live from the wholesaling studio powered by RumbleOn.com. It's ESPN 1025, the game. Mike said it was important to not have a, or he doesn't want a revolving door at quarterback, whatever he decides. Uh, how important is that for whatever decision is made? That's the one they stick with, and you guys do got this together. I think uh, at the end of the day, like you say, you don't want to have uh, that flip-flop going back and forth. So whatever uh, decision they make, hopefully that's the best one. That was Delaney Walker, and I think Delaney makes it pretty clear right there. He doesn't want to be going back and forth between quarterbacks this year. But who knows what lays ahead for the Titans. Floyd, the Titans have not announced a quarterback, which in and of itself, in my opinion, is a message from Vrabel. That they, ha- they, they didn't come out yesterday and say Marcus is the starting quarterback. They asked uh, Bruce Arians today, you know, during the bye week, because they get back from London and they have their bye week. During the bye week, what thought have you had to maybe replacing Jameis? Bruce Arians, none. 
So Arians is saying, nope, not even in the discussion for Jameis. They're not saying that here. Well, so, it's not the same now. I mean, he, they scored 27 points. Jameis turned over six times. I don't care. They scored 27 points. We turned it over three times, scored none. Well, I mean, the third was a fourth down. Well, I, I mean, it all counts. And Not so, really. and so, I don't think. I mean, if you're score, if you're throwing five interceptions or whatever it is, and getting shut out, then you're not going to have a job for long. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you are. But if you're scoring some touchdowns and throw, turning it over, that's different. I only think Jameis Winston is a better quarterback than Marcus in fantasy football. You know, they're the same quarterbacks right now in terms of the fact that they're they're not any good. Now, what's the message? From Vrabel and Robinson, and I'm lumping John Robinson in on this because he's part of this. In fact, his vote probably counts the most as far as this is concerned. What's the message if Tannehill runs out there on Sunday as the starting quarterback? Well, I mean, just like I said before. Is that the shofar horn that says it's over for Mario? Sure. Now, they're they're not going to play it that way, but yeah. I mean, they're saying, "Hey, we're ready to move on." I mean, what you again? You're, you're Delaney Walker. You're Byard, or you're, and you see that happen. What are you thinking? You're thinking, well, that's it. You know. I mean, I think if Tannehill runs out there on Sunday, they're saying season's over. That the well, Titans no, are saying. No, I don't think they're saying that, but I think you they, think Tennessee Titans can make the playoffs starting two saying, and four with Ryan I Tannehill. Think they are saying that he is the guy that's going to give them the best chance to win. Now, whatever that win total is going to be um they're going to say he's the best guy that's that's what they'll use as an explanation and you know what there may be there may be a bunch of guys in that team to go yeah maybe they're right you know i can see that but uh but i'm not sure you know i mean i, I all i know is i have yet to hear anybody in that locker room criticize marcus about anything i've yet to hear anybody in that anything. locker room criticize anybody about anything yeah, not much. I agree with that. But Taylor I mean, Lewan gets Marcus, a four-game suspension for being stupid, and nobody, you know, we feel bad for him. Do you, or should and, you be mad at him because he hurt the team? Yeah, and but I think Marcus, you know, the quarterback is always a little bit different. Now, you may not be critical of the quarterback. I'm not saying that, but you're not going to heap praise. You know, if you don't like him, if you don't think this guy is the guy. You know, if they say, well, do you, do you think he need, we need to change quarterbacks? You're going to say, no, I don't think so. No, you're not going to say, no, he's our guy and we got his back and he's got our back and, you know, on and on and on. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be, I think that, I think, I think that locker room and I think to me, and I think probably to most of the public, they would say, okay. How do you define one more chance for Mariota? Again, that's the question today is, does Mariota deserve another chance? What would you define as one more chance? One more chance is if you play again like that, you're done. But if you just go back to playing, you know, regular stuff and maybe even a little bit better, then, you know, you're going to be okay. What if he plays the way he played against Buffalo? If he plays anyway, he played other than this weekend. You know, this then you weekend. Keep, then he's fine. Then he keeps going. Yeah, I would think. Let's go to your phone. 615-737-1025. Jared and the GM, Dave, is going to kick us off today on the Titans quarterbacks. What's up, Dave? Yeah. What do you guys uh, make of the Cam Newton, the Nashville rumors? 
it seems to make sense for both teams. I've not heard uh, one single Cam Newton to Nashville rumor. It frees up some room for the Panthers on their cap next year. Again, uh, what go, rumor are you talking about? Uh, sports writers. What, what is the rumor? That Cam Newton to Nashville. For what? When? This season? Next season? What? Like what? Now. Now. We no. 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 They are not bringing in Cam Newton this year to be the quarterback of the Titans. I don't. Think, I don't think Cam's even healthy. I think Cam I mean, is I, ready I, to I practice again. I, I don't now, know but. if he's ever going to be healthy, to be honest. But I mean, if they brought in Cam Newton, right? And again, I don't even know where this rumor is coming from. But like, to be honest with you, I'd rather have Ryan Tannehill as my starting quarterback than Cam Newton. But if they were to bring in Cam Newton in the middle of the season, besides, behind this offensive line, how long do you think it's going to take Cam to get hurt again? Yeah, well, I mean, I've I've never been a big Cam Newton fan anyway. Well, my whole so. problem with the offensive line, too, is the fact that, you know, I mean, Mariota got sacked four times. Tannehill got sacked three times. So it's not like they just suck for Mariota. They suck for everybody. Now, Mariota was running into some sacks yesterday. Or on Sunday. But at the same time, where I'm really bothered, and maybe I'm not, maybe it, is the fact that with all the attention on the quarterback now, it's like it takes some of the attention or some of the blame off of the offensive line that revolves around no matter who plays quarterback, they're playing behind this offensive line that the Titans seem to have no answer for us on how they plan on fixing it. Other than just running the same five guys out there. Correct. So what do they do? With the offensive line? Yeah, if you don't fix that offensive line, are you going to win any more games? We're going to run the same five guys out there and get them better. Is that like a strategy? What else you got? I mean, you act like there's a lot of options. I mean, you want to get Douglas? You want to get Douglas? Crank him up? They they get (laughs) Kelly? I, I brought this up last week. Let's try Kelly at guard. And they're, no, 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 Dennis Kelly. He can't play guard. Okay, fine. I guess Dennis Kelly can't play guard. I guess there are no options for the Titans, who, by the way, have nobody but themselves to look at in the mirror for why there are no options. Uh, but Panfield, isn't he going to be healthy this week? I mean, he's an option. There you go. He should he's be. the answer. <laughs> I, He'll I last mean, a series or two. I don't give a rat's <laughs> tail if he lasts one series, if he can block better than any of the five guys out there who can't block at all. And it's so great because the offensive line is so bad and nobody has an answer. Floyd doesn't have an answer except to get mad at me with the, what do you want? What do you expect him to do? I, I, I don't know. I keep explaining it to you and it's bouncing off your forehead. That's what's frustrating for me. I want to fire I've the coach. I've explained this to you six times. I think fire the offensive line. What coach. are the options here? The options are Taylor and the guard have to play together more. Davis has to get some reps. He's got to get time. That's all he's got. I mean, he's a rookie. He's playing in the second game, or th- now it's going third, or whatever it is. Uh, but you cannot, you cannot go from. You know, northeast nowhere to the NFL and hope you can survive. That's not the way it works. That's the path the Titans have chosen. And Panfield is, I don't know. Play him. Non-existent. I saw him yesterday. He does exist. (laughs) Hayden 
is up next on Jared and the GM. What's up, Hayden? Hey, guys. Thanks so much for taking my call today. Um, you know, I think Mariota is kind of an enigma. I don't think we really know what we have in him yet. We've seen games like Dallas last year, Green Bay, Seattle, Kansas City, on the road in the playoffs coming back from down 18 to win you the game. But then we've seen games like Denver, Arizona, Jacksonville this year. We just don't know. And I think if you pull the plug now, then you're kind of doing yourself a disservice. I think you have to exhaust the option when you're talking about the quarterback position when he's potentially your franchise. I would be completely shocked if they put in Tannehill for the game on Sunday. Also, with all of this going on, I would just like to say thank God for the Nashville Predators. I'll hang up and listen. Thank hey, you. I'm worried about the Predators tonight. Thank you for the call. They play Vegas. They might give up 10 goals the way they're playing defense <laughs> right now. I'm not, before we get excited, but I'm worried about tonight. I know it's November or October, but I'm worried. Yeah, the caller makes makes sense as far as Marcus. I mean, he's kind of thinking along the way the way that I am, simply because, and and you know, let's be honest. What are the chances of him even mildly turning things around? Five percent, probably not very high. You know, sure, not very high, but it's one of the it's the old. So you say there's a chance, kind of a deal. If there is a chance and you're talking about a quarterback and we know what a quarterback means and you want him to be the quarterback, then, you know, you you almost have to do it. You almost owe it to yourself. Um, And and that's going to be hard to swallow. But but you know what? What are the options here? Well, you go out and get somebody else's cast off one or you're drafting somebody if you can draft somebody you want. And you're back to playing a rookie. And, you know, where are you then? Well, you can, in four years down the road, you'll be sitting right where we are. <laughs> More of your phone, 615-737-1025, 615-737-1025. Plus, the caller hit on something about Mariota that I think consistently gets overlooked. And maybe it's not important. I don't know. We'll get to that and your phones. Jared, the GM right here. It's ESPN 1025, the game. What wouldn't you change, given what you saw from Marcus yesterday and given where you are? Well, I just want to make sure that, um, you know, we're going through everything that we need to go through and what we want to do offensively, not use, I guess, the emotion of, of the game to, to make a decision. Just sit back here with our coaches, um, talk to the trainer, find out uh, what the injury report looks like, find out what the game plan uh, is going to be, find out how we need to beat San Diego, and then figure out who we're going to do it with offensively and defensively. Someone needs to tell Brable they're the Los Angeles Chargers now, not the San Diego Chargers. Man after my heart right I there. I mean, I'll I tell you what. <laughs> the Chargers, and we'll get into this maybe later in the week if we have time, there could not be a team that has less fans than the Chargers. And I think you brought it up yesterday. They angered L.A., then they angered San Diego. Now they're angering L.A. and still angering San Diego. And they just, everybody hates them. And they've never been good enough, <laughs> like you know, a, like a Michael Jordan Bulls dynasty where you pick up fans because you're so good across the country, like. And so that is what they are. And to me, they're San Diego. The Rams are L.A. The Chargers are San Diego. But anywho, that was Rabel talking about why he wouldn't go to Tannehill. One quick thing, and then we can get back to the phones. Of the active quarterbacks in the NFL right now, like they'll play Philip Rivers on Sunday. I don't know if Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Famer or not. I think he's right on the borderline. Like, he doesn't even need to win a Super Bowl. If he takes the Chargers to a Super Bowl, then he's in. But I think he's right on the borderline. 
Here are the active quarterbacks that I feel like are headed to the to the Hall of Fame. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, and then maybe Russell Wilson. Those are your Super Bowl guys. The last time Mariota played Brady, he beat him. The last time Mariota played Brees, he beat him. The last time Mariota played Eli, he beat him. The last time he played Aaron Rodgers, he beat him. Now, the last time he played Ben, he lost to him, but he beat Russell Wilson. So I don't know what I don't know why Mariota seems to play better against these quarterbacks, but he's beaten all these Hall of Fame guys. I don't. Um, uh, Russell Wilson, Eli Vermeer are, are on the cusp. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know that they. And and given my criteria, the way I like to look at it. I mean, they are, you know, Eli just hasn't won enough. I know, but he's had two Super Bowls. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, he's, all all of those other Super guys. Super pretty big deal. Well, yeah, but all those other guys you're talking about have Super Bowls, have wins, have records. Eli has no records, has no wins. I mean, Rogers. You know, like now Rogers, I think is the highest rated passer in the history of the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, he's got, but like he's if you look at Rogers, Rogers only won one Super Bowl. Yeah. Eli's won two. Yeah, but I don't, I, I don't care if you got if you ask. I mean, to I me, Eli's you in. You don't have to be very smart to look at those two and know which that no, they're not. I know. They're not of the same level. I still think Eli goes into the Hall of Fame. I wouldn't be shocked, but I, he's not there for me. But it is called the Hall of Fame, and Eli is, you know. A Manning and in New York, and I think that adds to the two Super Bowls and the longevity that he played quarterback of the Giants for. I think Eli's into the Hall. I think Eli's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, maybe it was like Troy Aikman. I mean, Aikman won three Super Bowls, but you know, Marcus could probably win a Super Bowl with that well, Dallas. But team. Aikman won a lot of games, won Super Bowls. Now I'm not sure that he has many records, but I mean, he's he's done enough of the of the positive things that you look at and you go, yeah, that's that's pretty real. And and they, all those other guys have holes in their resume to me. Yet. Now Ben No, no, the other the two the two I mentioned. And I think with Russell, that Russell is certainly on his way. Oh yeah. So he's, you know, headed in the right direction. So I'm just saying like right now, like if Russell ended his career right now, Russell's probably not in, but you could literally make the case. You could make a case for Russell right now. Yeah, but uh, you you would want him. That's why you know by the after he finishes playing this next five or seven years or however long he plays, then I'm sure he'll have enough of the of the you know skins on the wall to get in. Well, if you see that new contract, I promise you this: he will play because that is a money right yeah, there. He, he now, might even be making more money than his wife. But again, I go back to the fact that. Brady Hall of Fame, Mario to beat him last time they played. Breeze Hall of Fame, oh, yeah, Mario. But that does it. You know, Rogers. If you're trying, if you're trying some way, shape, or form to put, you know, Marcus in with that group, I'm not. Okay, I'm just, I'm just making the observation that when he plays against those guys, he seems to win. Right, but he's and, also, and if he were but some he's bum, also he lost to, to a bunch of backup he's quarterbacks. Won, he's lost he's to Josh lost Allen. To, yeah, he's lost he's to Matt lost Barkley. Guys that have he's rookies. lost to Joe Flacco. I mean, so he's you, lost to I think that Jacoby all, Brissett. That all balances out. Lost to Gardner out. Minshew. Uh, he's lost to whoever's played quarterback for the ta- – I mean, he's lost. Yeah. I mean, he's lost. Now, that's the other side of the coin here is – 
is the fact that, you know, as well as he plays in those games against the good quarterbacks, he does not play very well against the not-so-good quarterbacks. But I'm just throwing that out there as just an observation. This week's against Rivers. Who knows? Let's go to your phones. Brad is up next on Marcus. Thank you for calling. Go ahead, Brad. Hey, guys. Ironic that Mariota and Jameis Winston ended their, their, their seasons on Sunday. I, both of them aren't franchise quarterbacks, and it's ironic it happened on the same day. They're, they're, we have a better shot of Tannehill energizing this offense than we do of a shattered Mariota coming back and recouping his season. If Tannehill saving the season is 5%, Mariota recouping his confidence and, and saving the season is probably 1%. Got to give him a shot. He's a starter. He's put up good numbers. He, we're not going anywhere with Mariota. It's over. Thanks. Thank you for the call, Floyd. And, and I think if the coaches are saying that, which it wouldn't shock me either way, but if the coaches are saying that, then I would agree with the caller. You know, it's time for Tannehill to go in and do it. Okay. Show, us, show us what you show us what you can do. But you've as been the one we, all along if, have said that there's eight years of tape. I just started saying, as I started to say, as if we don't know. I mean, we we you know what you know what it is. So I, I mean, I don't. And it's and it's kind of more of the same, but you know what? People get to a point, fans. It's the backup quarterback syndrome. It doesn't matter who you are as a backup quarterback. It doesn't matter if they've ever seen you throw a football. It doesn't matter if you've ever won a game. If you're the backup quarterback, you're always the most popular guy in town. You know, yeah, we need to put the backup in. Let's see what he can do. And it's the same thing here. You know, it's his Tannehill. We we act. Like Tannehill is a rookie, or Tannehill just dropped, you know, onto the planet last year from somewhere, and that we don't know anything about him, and so we want to see, when in fact, you know, we know all about him. Let's go to Cedric, who's up next on Marcus Mariota. Go ahead, Cedric. Man, I was just watching the game film again, and I think Mariota is suffering from TTSD, which is Titans Traumatic Stress Syndrome. Dude, that dude looks shell-shocked. Now, Jerry, let me ask you a question. Do you think Marvin Lewis was a good NFL head coach? I mean, he was what he was. You know, I look now at the Bengals now, and I think I have more respect for Marvin than I did, you know, six months ago, but yes. Yeah, okay, good, good. Because right now the Tennessee Titans are developing into a poor man's Marvin Lewis Cincinnati Bengals. We have been 9-7, and 9-7, 9-7. Marvin Lewis took those guys to five straight playoff uh, uh, games. Now, we didn't, they didn't win any, but he, but he took them there. And that's what Vrabel is, is and Robinson are developing these guys into, which is it's, it's a franchise that was just – okay under Marvin Lewis. That's what we are. We're just okay. Now, if we go solve the quarterback issue, now I've been on Mario, I mean, it's, it's well documented that I think the guy's a bum. But what I'm telling you, Jerry, I've, I've got a solution for you, and this is a realistic solution. What we need to do is go hire Jay Gruden as the offensive coordinator and get that bum uh, Art Smith out of here because he, he's a bum like Mariota. And then we need to go sign Andy Dalton to, to be there as a stopgap what Andy Dalton's doing this year so far. Granted, they're 0-6, but he's thrown for 275 yards per game. And that's without that AJ. Type, yeah, and that's without AJ. And you get that type of production with this defense and everybody said we've got weapons. I mean, dare I say Floyd? I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, Floyd. Maybe we're 4-2, 5-1. I mean, I, think, I think what you're missing more than anything, thank you for the call, Cedric. One is the kicker situation, which is still not – I mean, we haven't even seen this guy kick – and two, the offensive line doesn't get better because you put Andy Dalton at quarterback. 
Right. I mean, Tannehill didn't have a prayer with this line. Tannehill got sacked a bunch on Sunday. Three times. I mean, so uh, not to sit there and say that the uh, not to say that Marcus isn't a problem. He's certainly there. But I thought the thing he said that was most accurate right there was the TTSD, which is the Tennessee Titans stress disorder. You know, like they the, these court, Jake Locker got it, but it was different then. But I, like, I mean, Marcus was as you said yesterday, and I went back and watched the tape. I've now seen the Titan Bronco game three times. Marcus was literally running from ghosts. At one point on a third and short, he took the 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 snap from the shotgun, one two into his drop, patted the ball, and then just started running towards the line of scrimmage where he was then tackled. Like it made no sense what he was trying to do. But it was like the clock in his head was telling him, You better go somewhere, Marcus. So he steps up into the rush. I've never I've never seen that before. The guy is literally freaking out because of the fact that he has no trust in his line. Right. And there's no solution to the line. So what changes there? And that that's where the well, answer Well, it'll is. change with time. But how much time? I mean, it'll change the the areas that we know about. It might get worse. Will will get better. Let me change that. We'll get better with time. The area we don't know about, we're hoping gets better with time. And that's the right guard, and we just don't know that. I mean, we don't, you know, He bottom line is he could be maxed out right now. We don't know that. Oh, if he is, someone should be getting fired. Well, Multiple people should be getting fired if the so, right guard is what he is. I, I, think it's, I think it's a matter of time. Now, the more they get reps, the more they do this stuff, the better they'll get. But that's going to take time. More of your phone. 615-737-1025 is the phone number. 615-737-1025. And what D-May says about the difference between Tannehill and Mariota today. We'll get to that coming up next because I was a little surprised. We'll get to that. Jared of the GM, CSPN 1025, the game. And Mike Vrabel, listen, Mike Vrabel wants to win. So yeah. he's going to, oh, he, whoever sure. he thinks or the staff thinks can get that done, he, he's going to go in that direction. That was Jack Del Rio today on NFL Live says Mike Vrabel wants to win. And whoever gives him the best chance, he thinks that's who he'll go to. And I think Vrabel wants to win. I want to win. You want to win. I think everybody wants to win. The question is, you know, does Tannehill give you a better chance this year to win? Does Tannehill give you a a better chance overall to win? And so on and so forth. And D. Mace this morning, Derek Mason on Morning Drive, I think had an interesting point that I'm not convinced of, but at least I think he made a pretty valid point on Tannehill and Mariota. If this is a nine-win team with Marcus, they are a nine-win team with Ryan Tannehill. That's just the way it is. Marcus hasn't proven to me that he's more than that, and and Ryan hasn't proven to me that he's more than that. These two guys are one and the same. You you the only thing they're different is 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 the names on on the guys back and the nationality. That's about it. Everything else, they're the same quarterback. I think they're, I think they're both American. I'm might not. <laughs> I know what you so there you go on that. Do you agree with the gist of what D. Mays said right there? And that is that, look, if they're a nine-win team with Marcus, they're a nine-win team with Tannehill. I and just the, said the idea of the fans that sit there and think, let's give Tannehill a chance and see if Tannehill will. I, I, I just brought that point up, which was, you know what? If, if whatever one wins, the other one might win another game. And he might lose two others. 
you know, so I mean, it's it's close enough that they're gonna, you know, I don't think it makes any difference. That's why I can I can kind of block that out of my mind and look at the long term and say, okay, what's best for the franchise? And as a GM, that's kind of what you do anyway, so that's pretty easy. But but you're looking at you know what's best for the franchise. It's not what's best for this game. Because this game, in in my opinion, is probably going to be the same either way. So I still think the confidence right now, I mean, Tannehill on display Sunday was 100 times more confident than Mariota. Although that may not be true because 100 times zero is zero. So he was a lot more confident than Mariota. Mariota had no confidence on Sunday. I mean, he had nothing. Oh, he was awful. And uh, if that's going to be the case this Sunday, then Tannehill gives you a much better chance to win. Oh, if that's the case this, this Sunday, then, you know, Marcus is probably out i mean if you if your confidence is shot after that now i think i'd be shocked if if it was shot after that i mean because it was i mean it was certainly shot during that but i think that's something he's he understands being a quarterback he always has he's had a great feel for that so he realizes that's something that he can't live with you know he can't live with with without confidence he's got to have it i think those first two throws just ruined him yeah, you know, those first two. Now, the problem, my thing is, if you're going to be an NFL quarterback, you're going to make a bad throw now. you got to come back and not learn, let a bad throw turn into a bad game. This is like, it felt like a hockey game when Pekka lets two in real quick and Laviolette's hooking him out of there. I mean, you know, we always talk about the difference between the quarterback and the goalie in that regard. But you could see those two throws, and if Laviolette was coaching the Titans, Tannehill probably would have been out there at that point. Well, the the hard part for him, in my opinion, I mean, he makes enough bad throws on a weekly basis that we know they exist, but he's not bouncing five yards out. Out. I mean, that ball bounced. And he's thrown to a six-foot-four receiver. Yeah, Alex Tanny doesn't bounce You can't, I mean, you can't. You know, high school kid can throw that ball, and so you look at that and you go, "What?" So I could see how it would affect his his confidence when you do that, and then you throw the swing and you cripple poor Derek, and then you, I mean, it was just god awful, and it kept getting worse. I mean, I could see. I mean, that's like I said, I'm not sure he would he would never admit it, but I'm not sure. Then in the back of his mind, when they just told him that that uh, they were going to change quarterbacks, it was kind of like, whew, glad to be out of that mess. Mm-hmm. Let's get to your phones. Harmon is up next on Mariota. Thank you for calling. What's up, Harmon? Hi, guys. I have a little bit of a comparison to make with this Tennessee Titans team. I lived in uh, Baltimore for seven years, including 2000. And that year, that Super Bowl year for You're the, talking about Tony Banks. I am talking about Tony Banks. Yep. And and Brian Billick stuck with Tony Banks as long as he could, and then he brought in this this guy that had washed out at Tampa Bay. Wasn't really – I mean, people in Baltimore were like, eh, whatever. They're the same guy. But he came in and, and stabilized the offense just enough to where the defense was able to carry them to that championship. They didn't score a lot, but he – but he was more. He played with more confidence, and that just that just made the offense just good enough. And didn't turn the ball over. Yeah, thank you for your call. Turn the ball over. Yeah, and, and you do wonder: could that be a situation where 
Tannehill comes in and plays the Trent Dilfer role. Now, to me, Tannehill does turn the ball over more than that Trent Dilfer. But, I, Floyd, I, to the caller's point, I remember, and I know you remember, the Tony Banks-led Ravens. I mean, you guys played a game up there. Eddie George got hurt, and you won the game because Tony Banks threw the ball right to Randall Godfrey, who ran it in for a touchdown. The Ravens went like five weeks without scoring a touchdown that season. And finally, Billet couldn't take it anymore. He went to Dilfer, and Dilfer came in here and beat you twice. Maybe, I mean, I'm not ruling. The caller does bring up an interesting parallel there to the idea of bringing in Tannehill and with this defense. Yeah, but you guys, who was the running back on that team? Jamal Lewis. There you go. He, he gained 1,800 yards or something. He had a great season. They, had, they were low. That offensive line had Hall of Fame tackle. Ned Shannon I mean, Sharp were, tight end. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was a talented team. Dilfer was the worst player on the field, and he knew it. And so all he did was just manage things, you know. His job was, was as easy as it gets. So, I mean, I think you're, you know, our team's not quite there on either side of the ball, really. But, you know, closing in on defense at least. But the offense is miles away. I just I, – I do think that they – and the other thing, too, that team could kick. That Raven team could kick. And it hasn't been brought up enough because the line is so bad and the quarterback is such an issue. This team's inability to kick with Ryan Suckup's injury maybe ruins the beginning of the season for them. Two games worth. Let's go to Mario, who's up next. What's up, Mario? Hey, uh, how y'all doing, gentlemen? Uh, my biggest thing I, I really feel uh, with Mariota, I, I called in two weeks ago uh, early in the morning, um, uh, well, right after the Bills game, and I, I made the comment that I felt like Mariota was playing timid. Even with, you know, zero interceptions, it's like he's not – we don't we haven't seen none of his mobility at all. You know, it's like they're kind of forcing him to stay in the pocket you know, or either just don't get injured. But my thing is, if we were going to sign Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, and if we're a nine-win team with both quarterbacks, then why not just exhaust Mariota completely? Like, let him run, let him run crazy, throw crazy, like, just play, you know. And I hope this bench in this last game would kind of light a fire under him because I felt bad for him Sunday, and it's like, you know, we put him back out there this Sunday, which I hope they do, because I'd rather his mobility and play over Tannehill, but – if they're just going off of last week's film, of course Tannehill should be the starter this coming up Sunday, but I prefer Mario to get back out there to see how do you respond to this. You know, if he doesn't respond well, then Tannehill the rest of the season. And even when it comes to Arthur Smith, people are saying change to the coordinator. He's a first-year coordinator. I mean, it's stupid to change him or fire him in the middle of the season when everybody's been saying the past few weeks that, you know, we, we have three, four different coordinators over Mario's career so why would we change now and put him even in a worse situation you know yeah no uh, mario i appreciate that and thank you for your call i have not said a word about arthur smith so far because i don't really know what's his fault and what's not his fault yeah well he's i mean he's got an impossible job you know he's trying to manage an offense that's has an offensive line that's really struggling and and you know, he's trying to protect the quarterback. He's trying to get a running back that can run. He's trying to, you know, do all those things. And that is, that's not easy if, if everybody's in place. But certainly if people aren't in place, now it gets much, much harder. Um, but I agree with the premise that the caller makes. You know, I mean, I think he's, 
he's probably right on from that standpoint. And and in my opinion, it's not going to make any difference. Yeah, final outcome, um, you know, whatever whatever we're supposed to win, we're going to win. Well, I think it makes. I mean, it's definitely going to make a difference. The idea of one quarterback doesn't make a difference at all. I, I don't know if I can believe that. That he's not going to make any difference. The switching quarterbacks isn't going to make any difference. No difference. I think it's going to make a little bit of a difference. Uh, I mean, the record, in my opinion, would be the same either way. Maybe a game here or there, one way or the other. That is, you know, one that hasn't thrown interceptions, the one will throw interceptions. So if you lose the game because of interceptions or you lose it because the kicker missed three field goals, it doesn't make any difference. 615-737-1025, more of your calls. Plus, what are they saying around the country about Marcus Mariota? What they said yesterday, what they're saying today around the country. We'll get to that coming up next. It's Jared and the GM right here on ESPN 1025 The Game.